we have a, a topic today, and uh, as human, we have a spirit. Amen? You are, we are human, but we have a spirit. As human, we, we see the news, we watch the news, we see the things that's happening in the world, and we, sometimes we got concerned. What's going on? It's one after another. And when you think the thing's getting better, boom, another thing. Uh, the new prime minister came, and we were waiting. What's going to happen with the electricity bill? And then the queen died. Oh, Lord. <laughs> One after another. But God is still in control. His reign is absolutely in control of everything. And he has a message for you. And through your spirit, the spirit of God, and your spirit, you receive the report, the message that God has prepared for you. God has a message for you tonight. Are you ready to receive the message of God for your life? So open with me, please, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. I love this passage. Uh, the Word of God says, I will read in NLT, New Living Translation. I don't know which translation are going to use tonight. You are going to use tonight. The one I'm using is NLT, and says uh, that is what the scripture means when they say, "No eyes has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him." How many of you love God here? So God has amazing things prepared for you in the name of Jesus. But, but, it has to us that God reveal these things by His Spirit. For His Spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except the person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's Spirit, not the word Spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given to us. Amen? Yeah. So close your eyes for a moment. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for everything you are doing in our lives. Lord, we are navigating right now in very agitated waters, Lord. A lot of things going on in the world. Here in UK, in Ukraine, in different parts of the world. All Europe, Lord. We are concerned. We are looking for the news, and sometimes we got worried about the news. But above everything is you, Lord. You reign. You have all the power. You have the control of everything. And we ask the Holy Spirit, speak to us tonight. Your spirit is speaking to our spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So as human, we have a spirit. So as human, we see things. We feel things. Sometimes we fear. Sometimes we are concerned. Sometimes we got anxious. Sometimes we think, how's going to be next month? Sometimes uh, I'm from Brazil. I don't know how many of you know, but I'm from Brazil. In Brazil, we, we used to live in need of a miracle of almost every month. We know what is depend, to be dependent of God every month. You know, we, we, many times we see ourselves in total reliance in God, not in our own ability, in our own money, because things in Brazil sometimes change so quickly. So it's normal. We, we know how we used to live 
in a country that sometimes the things over there is a little bit crazy. But I know here is more organized than Brazil. This country is a blessed country. We, we, we can plan, we, we can do a lot of things. Then when I start to hear news like, oh, in the winter, we need to decide, heating or eating. Oh, we are going to froze. We are going to become icy creams. Oh, oh, a lot of panic and a lot of terrible news. Then I look to this news. I think these guys need to go to Brazil a little bit to know how it's life over there. Then they would complain less than they complain here. Because here, like, they complain for everything. Go to Brazil, go to a favela, go to a very poor place. Then you're going to understand how people live happy with very little. So here, God's always took care of us. He never changed. He took care of us in the, of, of us in the past. He's taking care of us right now and will take care of us in the future in the name of Jesus Christ. So I'm not as scared because I know He is faithful. But I need to be very careful. Because if I let my mind, my heart be contaminated with a lot of pessimism, a lot of bad news, then I got depressed. I lost my will of life. Oh, the devil in control of it. No, he's not in control. God is in control. Jesus is reigning. He's the Lord. He's reigning of everything in the name of Jesus Christ. And I need to get this message in my spirit. Because sometimes we know the theory. Oh, of course, I don't need anyone to tell me God is reigning. But one thing is we know in our mind. Another thing when we carry the revelation that God put in our heart in the name of Jesus Christ. And my prayer tonight is that God, by His Spirit, put something in your spirit. And you are going to leave this place carrying a personal revelation of what God has prepared for you. Because we just read here verse 9. No eyes has seen. No ear has heard. No mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. But he revealed to us by his spirit. We need to ask, Holy Spirit, please control my spirit. Holy Spirit, please, in the name of Jesus, make my spirit control my, my body, my mind. I remember one occasion, many years ago, I'm a pastor for many years, 26 years. And I remember many years ago, in a church in Brazil, a couple came to my office to talk to me. And then the lady was panicking. The lady was a little bit hysterical. And how can I help you guys? Oh, I don't want you back. Oh, I don't want you to become a homeless. And I, I was thinking, but what's going on? Oh, I, I don't want you to suffer again. Everything I have suffered in the past. Oh. And the guy, the husband, he was like, uh, you know that Mona Lisa face? <laughs> His wife was getting crazy. Very hysterical. And the guy was like this. Then I start to listen to her. Oh, my husband just lost his job. Oh, we are not from this place. We came from another place from Brazil to here. And now we are jobless. Oh, I, want, I don't want to suffer. I don't want to see my kids out of school. I don't want to become a homeless. And I was, you know, when I, I was hearing to her, I was hearing her, and my mind was like a processing. How can I do? Maybe I need to find some money to pay a month of uh, uh, rent for this lady because she's panicking. I need to go to the supermarket to do some, some shopping for her because oh, I don't want to become, I don't want to beg. I, oh, my kids, I need to feed my kids. I have three kids, blah, blah, blah. Then after 
10 minutes that late, very agitated. And I asked for, to, to the gentleman, what about you, sir? Do you have something to say? And he was, you know, Bishop, well, he used to call me Bishop. I, I hear just Marcelo, sorry for it. Oh, you know, Marcelo, you know, well, we, 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 are, we are walking with God for many years. I just lost my job, that's true. But I got a good money. I have money, enough money for the next six months. So I'm not concerned because I know before the money finishes in six months, God will provide what I need. Then I looked to that lady. Then I looked at that lady. I looked to her and I told her, oh, Sister, what's going on with you, madam? <laughs> you need prayer. Because she was dying before the time. You know, she was dying before she was dead. She was still alive. Oh, I'm dying. No, you're still alive. You are not going to be piccola, ice cream in your home because you are, you are God's taking care of you right now. In December, when that's the winter time, God will provide for your life in the name of Jesus Christ. God will provide because He is our provider. But sometimes we got the news, the one who has a strong spirit got the news, it's tough, I lost my job, but I, I trust in God. God is in control. He will always provide. He will provide for me again in the name of Jesus Christ. The other one, she, I think she wasn't going through a good time. Maybe she was, uh, spiritually speaking, a little bit uh, vulnerable, I don't know. She had, probably she had some traumas in the past. And, and that problem, it was a kind of trigger in her mind. And she said, oh, it's going to happen again. No, 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 no. It's not because it happened in the past. That will happen again. The only thing that you make sure that happened in the past will happen again is God's faithfulness for your life in the name of Jesus Christ. He was faithful and is still faithful for your life in the name of Jesus Christ. But we need, my friends, to take care of our spirit. We need to nurture. We need to, to feed our spirit because sometimes you can be physically strong. You see some guys, they have six pack. I have just one pack, but some guys, they have six pack. They're strong. You know, they're very strong physically. But spiritually speaking, weak, coward. Very strong physically. Some, some of the guys, they're not so strong physically, but they're very clever. They try to process everything in their minds, and we cannot. Many things we cannot discern in our minds. It's important. You know, God gave us a brain to use it. Amen? It is very important. I'm not saying that you don't need to be intelligent. You don't need to use your brain. But a lot of things in our life, we cannot discern in our mind. We need to trust God. Lord, I cannot understand what's going on right now, but I trust you. I don't know. I, I cannot have all the answers. I would like to have the answer for everything, but I can't. I don't have it. Sometimes it's by faith. I cannot reply to you. And some people, the enemy sends some people and says, to me, ah, are you a Christian? Are you a believer? A cell leader? You give your tithe in the church? Why some things happen with you? Why are you facing this problem in your family? Why this? Why that? Sometimes we have an answer. Sometimes you need to look to God and say to God, I don't know, but I trust in you, Lord. I believe in you. I know but I need to take care of my spirit because my spirit is the connection with the spirit of God. No eyes has seen. No ears has heard. 
No heart has conceived what God has prepared for us, but God revealed to us by His Spirit. I need to carry this revelation in my life in the name of Jesus Christ. It was one of the first verses I learned in my life. Very early, night, night three, night, night four. And I was going through a very difficult time in my life. Very, very difficult time in my life. Beyond anything that you can measure. But the Holy Spirit told me, keep strong in my presence, Marcel. I'm working on you. I'm doing a work in your life. I'm preparing you for the things I have prepared for you in your future. I had no idea I would be a pastor. I had no idea that God once used me to choose get out where I was born, to, to go in different places in Brazil, to live here, to preach here. Even my wildest dream, 27 years ago, I could imagine that one day I would be here in London, in Kensington Town, before Mark Rice, Scott, Claudette, Claudio, men of you, preaching. It is God. It is just the Holy Spirit. And I, let, and I want to tell you one thing, my friends. Maybe right now you are going through a very tough time in your life. Difficult. You cannot find the answers. Why? But God is powerful to change the curse, the bad things, and transform in blessing and maturity and spiritual authority in our life in the name of Jesus Christ. Because one thing is you, you say something that you heard. Ah, someone told me. I watch a video. Today... In these days, people share a lot of videos. Oh, look this message from this guy. Look this message from that guy. Oh, it's good. It's good to be blessed with other people's testimony. But I tell you one thing. There is no replacement for your experience with God. The problem of today will be the testimony of tomorrow in the name of Jesus Christ. But I need to receive it in my spirit. If it's just in my mind, and I got in the car park, in the bus stop, I forgot. But if it is my spirit, I'm carrying something in my heart. And I know God is working in my life. Even if my body sometimes is tired, even sometimes I got exhausted, weary, but my spirit is renewed every day. Every time I congregate with my friends. Every time I go to my secret place to see God. Every time I pray, the presence of the Holy Spirit come and renew me. Oh, okay, physically I'm tired. Yes, many of us are. Tired, exhausted. You know, when I was 30-something, I was thinking, oh, in the name of Jesus, when I'm 50, a lot of things will be sorted out, be part of my past. <laughs> I'm 51, I'm still fighting for some things that, oh, I would prefer that would be part of my past, but it's still fighting. But guess what? I'm not alone. I have the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. He has the right time for your breakthrough in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive this word in your spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. I remember, my friends, 1995 was the year my, my dad passed away. He died, he died very young, 54 years old. And uh, on top of the, the death of my father, a lot of other things was happening in my family. My brother, two years younger than me, get invo got involved with cocaine. My mother was suffering. I was suffering. I had other problems on top of this problem. And one day, 
I was in my house preparing to go to the church. And the enemy, the enemy is a liar. Be careful. There is an enemy. He knows how the spiritual realm works. He knows we need to be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And he's a master of bring doubt, bring confusion, bring things in our mind, in our heart to get us confused and then we cannot grasp the things that God has prepared for us. So I was preparing to go to the church. And then the enemy starts to say to me, oh, probably you are brainwashed. You know what? You are brainwashed. Have you heard any time that say, oh, you go to church, you go too much to the church. The pastor, brainwa- the pastor is brainwashed you. So uh, in, in, back in my, where I come from, a lot of people used to say that. You go too much to the church, the pastor is brainwashed you. Then I start to think, oh, maybe someone is brainwashing me because <laughs> my dad passed away. My, my brother is heavily involved with cocaine. I was destroyed emotionally. I was destroyed financially. My mother was suffering. I'm the older son. I felt the responsibility because my dad passed away, so the responsibility to take care of my mother. My younger sister was on my shoulder, and I was like, I need to go to the church. The church was the place where I used to go. Still, today is the same. But that's, that, that season, I wasn't a pastor. It was 1995. I was to go, my pleasure was to go to the church to take care of the things that God took in my hands. I, I used to take care of the, the canteen, the restaurant of the church. And then the enemy started to say, probably someone brainwashed you because you are not depressed. A lot of people, when they face problems, they got depressed, anxious. They want to kill themselves, and you just think, go to the church, go to the church, go to the church. You just want to praise the Lord. Then I went to the church. I was a little bit, you know, something's going on. Why I'm not concerned, why I'm not scared, why I'm not depressed, why I'm not anxious, why I'm still doing everything I have to do. I was sad. I was, of course, I I, I lost my father. I'm not saying that I'm a superman. I'm not. I was struggling with something, but I knew the answer was in the presence of the Lord. All the answers I needed that time and still today is not Instagram is not, Netflix is not, uh, anything is the presence of God. It's to be in his presence. Then I went to the service. And the pastor over there, the pastor was preaching. He was a doctor. He was a doctor. He used to be a doctor of kids. And he became a pastor. So he wasn't a very Pentecostal pastor. He was very, you know, he used to speak very slowly. But that day, that guy was different. He was on fire. What's going on with this, this guy? <laughs> he was on fire. And then, you know, there is something here. Some people here, you think you are irresponsible. You think that people brainwashing you. But nothing of this is happening. What's happening is the Holy Spirit is bringing peace to your heart. Don't let the enemy accuse you. Don't let the enemy blame you. But enjoy the peace, the freedom we have in the presence of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe you have a lot of problems today, but you are here. And people say, with a lot of problems you have in your family, your work, blah, blah, blah. We still praise the Lord. Yes, I praise the one who has all the power to change, to transform, to bless my life in the name of Jesus Christ. So tonight, if you want to praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's not for me, it's for, for him. Praise the Lord. 
you live carrying a personal revelation of the, what God has prepared for you, make all the difference. Change your perspective. You know, if you sit here, you have one perspective. But if you sit there in that balcony, you have another perspective. Can you imagine God? God's perspective. We are looking here. 9-11, what a day. You know, 9-11, the first Sunday after the, the death of the queen. A lot of things we don't know, but God has another perspective. And he is the alpha. He is the omega. He knows in the beginning how it's going to end in the name of Jesus Christ. So be still. Pastor Max this morning preached Psalm 46. I love that psalm. Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46, verse 10. Be still. I believe even in the middle of a lot of things, the Holy Spirit can touch your life today and receive peace. And not with the peace of someone very smart in how he used the word, because not my case, as you can see, you know. Uh, you know, very smart in the way he used the word and manipulated you to, to get a kind of positive thought. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. No, no, no. I, I, it, it's not like this. I know. Not because the pastor shouts. I know. Not because he spoke many times the same verse. I know because the Spirit of God spoke with my spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. And I pray this night, my friend, tonight, that the Holy Spirit touch your life. Touch your life with power. Touch your life with a special grace. Touch your life with love. Amen. And we're going to be here in a different way. We become unstoppable people. Because the enemy... He does a lot of things. Now he's going to give up. And here you go again. Now he's going to give up of his family. Now she's going to give up of her family. Now she's going to give up of her ministry. No, no. I will not give up. Because the one who started the work in my life, what he starts, he's going to finish in the name of Jesus Christ. I look to you, Lord. I look to you. I look to you. From you come my help. From you, Holy Spirit, come everything I need. But, my friend, I would like, before I finish, I would like to call your attention for a very important thing. Please pay attention. We have an enemy. And this enemy knows how the spiritual world works. He knows. He knows we, we, we are, as a person, we have a spirit. He knows the Holy God revealed to us the things that God has prepared for us, yeah. using his spirit, connecting to our spirit. Yeah. So the enemy, he is a master. He, do, he does everything to disturb, to get in the way, to create situations that uh, many times compromise our understanding. We got so confused in the middle of the things. Last week, we started a, a, a week of praying and fasting in my church. I'm a pastor of a Brazilian, Brazilian Portuguese church. And God talked talk to me. Guys, you have to pray. You have to fast. You have to do a kind of spiritual detox. We do detox, isn't it? When you eat something, you need a detox. Sometimes we need to do a spiritual detox. You need to fast. 
You need to seek God. And I told the guys, guys, we need to seek God. We need to pray. We need to, to get out of our life the things that's not from God. And then, of course, when you start to pray, when you start to, to see God thinking, oh, now I'm, I will get away from my life, everything that's not from God, because the enemy, he's very clever. Sometimes we are busy with the things that God has not prepared for us. Sometimes not too wrong, because sometimes we think just in terrible sins. But sometimes not a matter of sin, it's a matter to get busy with the things that God has not prepared for you. And you got busy with the things that God has not prepared for you. Yeah. You are wasting your time. You got frustrated because you want your plan. But the plans that are going to prevail is God's plan. God's plan for your life. Then my expectation. I prayed three, four days before I announced the church that we are going to fast and we're going to seek God. If one week is not enough, pray for another week. Friends, I, I cannot tell you the details. When the same day, it was like all oh, the hell broke loose. My God, in the same day, after the Holy Communion, and I'm a pastor. If you think that it's just with you that masses happen, with pastors happen, a lot of mass happened as well. Then I got home in the evening, Sunday evening. I was so exhausted. And I was thinking, what's happening? I'm just in trying to see God's face. I'm just trying to see God's will for my life. And the enemy got furious. A lot of things, situations here, situations there. But I'm, I'm getting old. And I know how the things work. The enemy wants to intimidate me. The enemy wants to intimidate you. Ah, you want to take God serious? Ah, you want to dedicate your life to Jesus? Are you sure? Take it. Then another day, your boss is like demon-possessed. <laughs> you know? Then another day, well, another day I'm being very positive. <laughs> because uh, as in my case, it was the same day. A lot of things happened the same day. What I told the enemy. Enemy, you have your right to be the enemy and try to stop me. But I have a right and authority to keep in the presence of the Lord. And you are under my feet in the name of Jesus Christ. Then I ask you, Lord, I ask you, ask you, Lord, tonight, I ask the Holy Spirit tonight that he can open your eyes, open your understanding, because the enemy wants to be a kind of interference between you and God. You know when you were trying to find the radio? In the past, now is everything's digital. But in the past, you need to find the radio, and, the, and you have a dial. And then I'm fine. Then you find. So in the, spiritually speaking, you want to be synchronized, aligned with God, but the enemy wants to send noise, distractions, problems, a lot of situations to make you lose what God has prepared for you. But in the name of Jesus Christ, your spirit is connected with the Spirit of God. And tonight, you are going to leave this place carrying the revelation that God has prepared for you in the name of Jesus Christ. But I, I want to tell you, please, in the name of Jesus, be intentional in your prayer, in your Bible read. Be intentional. Don't wait for, don't wait, don't wait for oh, maybe if I have a time. No, no, be intentional. What's important, you find a way. What is not important, you find excuse.
your prayer, your Bible reading, it is one of the most important conditions to keep your spirit connect with God's spirit. Ah, Pastor Mike, you need to call a lot of pastor to tell this. Amen. It's not a matter of you know or you don't know. It's a matter of you do or you don't do. Because we know a lot of things. But if we know, if we do what we know, that's a big difference. Everybody knows. I know I have to pray. What's that? How many days you don't pray? I know I need to read the Bible. How many days? You, we find a play, time for everything, but we don't read the Bible. Be intentional. Sometimes we need to fast. Don't wait for a church. Don't wait for a pastor to have the initiative to fast. Sometimes it's good. We can do corporative. Corporatively fasting. Everybody's fasting at the same time. It's good. But sometimes you feel something in your heart. Some things that you cannot understand. You're confused. Read Daniel 10. I'm not preaching Daniel 10, but read Daniel 10 when you got home. Daniel, he understood something was wrong and he needed some revelation. He fasted for three weeks. And the angel of the Lord came with the answer of his prayer. And the angel said, Daniel, you are a very beloved man since the first day that you apply your heart to humiliate yourself before God. Your prayers was heard. Sometimes you have to fast. Spiritual detox. Too much Netflix. House of Dragon. Every time. Every time. If you want to get my daughters, I have three, two daughters. And uh, she's, they, they are very connected. TikTok, Instagram. Facebook is... They, uh, Facebook is just for old people, Dad. You know? Then a lot of things. Snapchat. Then I was tempted to, to have a, a TikTok. Then when I saw how addictive that was, I deleted. Because I have one Instagram, one Facebook. Then I told, I, I spend a lot of time in this too. I don't need TikTok. I'm not prepared to have a TikTok. But sometimes we need to do a kind of digital detox. Disconnect from the things of this world and connect with the things that God has prepared for you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I finish, my friend. The last thing I want to tell you, we need to exercise our spiritual authority. If you have the Spirit of God in you, we have authority. Sometimes we are tired, weak. Sometimes we feel powerless. Sometimes we face different situations that of, what can I do? But in spirit, we have authority. Many, many years ago, I think back 2004, our church was here in Portobello Road. We used to use the, the Salvation Arm in the Portobello Road. I'm finished with this, don't worry. You know? So, and then we had a meeting here at KT, and we have a service in the same day. It was Tuesday. And then as I had a service, it was pointless to go back home and then come back here. So I left KT and went to Hyde Park to, to a spiritual walk, to a spiritual to, 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 to a prayer walking. You know, I like to do prayer walk, driving, walking. Then you go and you pray and you feel the presence of God. But that day was different. That day I was heavy. 
not because I was uh, fat, I was heavy, spiritually speaking, heavy. You know, that time I was very slim. You know, but you know when you pray, but something is strange, it's not flowing. You pray, and then it's like you have a bed in your shoulders. And, I, and my prayer was like, Oh Lord, have mercy of me. I don't know what's going on. Oh Lord. I need your prayers. I will preach tonight. I cannot preach like this. I'm feeling bad. Lord, I don't know what's going on. I'm your servant. Lord, me. help me, please. And I start to cry. Lord, I don't know what's going on, but I'm not feeling good. Then I rebuke you. But my prayer was carrying any kind of authority. It was just a kind of self-pitch. I was, I was being sorry for myself. I'm a good man. I want to serve the Lord. I don't know because why I'm suffering this kind of thing. Lord, help me. Then after many hours, my friend, I was going down Queensway, going down in direction of Portobello Road down there, and then I was getting Portobello Road, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me, cry out, Marcel, stop this, stop it, cry out, I give you authority, Marcel, rebuke the enemy. Then I start to think, but Lord, if I cry out in the middle of this road, people will think I'm crazy. And God told me, don't worry, at Portobello Road, no one will care if you start to cry. A lot of people look crazy like in Portobello Road. So I was crossing the road, and I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I thought, in the name of Jesus Christ, when I say, I open my mouth, in the name of Jesus Christ, I fell my head. Enemy! I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. You are under my feet right now. My friend, I felt a kind of relief. I felt something in my life that is hard to explain to you. But what's the point here? I knew the word. I know Jesus is greater than the enemy was against me. But I wasn't using the authority that is available for me. And tonight I want to let you know there is authority over your life. And the authority is not the bad news. The authority is not the enemy. The authority over your life is the authority of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ. But you need to exercise it. You need to see what's happening in your family and say, enemy. My family belongs to God. Get out. Spirit of confusion. Get out of my house right now. Spirit of fear, intimidation. I do not submit myself to you in the name of Jesus Christ. My friend, receive this word in your life. Be doer of the word of God. Not just listening. Do the word. Put into practice right now, tonight, tomorrow. You have a spirit. And your spirit is connected with the spirit of God. And the spirit of God revealed to us what the eyes cannot see, what the ear cannot hear, what mind cannot conceive. But he revealed for us, to us by his Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ.